Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Hi, this is Muffin McGraw, head coach at the University of Notre Dame, and you're listening to Dishin' and Squishin'. Hi, everybody. It's David Siegel welcoming you to another Dishin' and Squishin'. And, you know, we talked about Rebecca Lobo going into the Hall of Fame already, but the other person that is big in women's basketball that deserves all of the recognition of the Naismith Hall of Fame is Coach Muffet McGraw of Notre Dame, who is truly a legend in coaching circles. And the things that she has done, she's won a national championship. She's had a tremendous impact on people throughout her entire career. The coaching tree keeps getting bigger and has branched into administration as well. And it's a pleasure to welcome back to Dishon and Swish and the now general manager of the San Antonio Stars, who was the most outstanding player in the NCAA tournament that won Coach McGraw and Notre Dame a championship, and that is Ruth Riley. Ruth, welcome back to Dishon and Swish, and it's great to talk to you again. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, Ruth, let's talk about Notre Dame and, you know, the days back in the day when you first were looking at schools. You know, Notre Dame was successful, but really they had been, you know, just starting to make some moves into the NCAA tournament, a couple of early rounds and maybe, you know, uh, when you were looking at schools. What was it in particular about Coach McGraw and the program that interested you in the first place? Well, I believed in the direction that Coach McGraw was taking the program. It was one that was definitely on the rise. Um, immediately, uh, her personality, I mean, she's very matter-of-fact, incredibly honest and authentic in her communication, and um, also creates a, an immediate atmosphere where you know that you're going to be part of a, a family, not only the women's basketball family, but the larger family of the Notre Dame community. And um, I really wanted to be a part of building something, and I felt like they were in that process. You know, Coach McGraw has seemed to me, uh, you know, maybe it's just my connection to women's basketball, but, you know, you see other coaches that come and go in various programs and also in various sports, but Coach McGraw seems to me to personify Notre Dame women's basketball and that Notre Dame sports what they should be and, you know, the integrity and the way that the game is played and the success. I, is that something that, you know, seems to be just a general feeling amongst the athletes too? Uh, and the community? I would say even beyond just the women's basketball program, I mean, her impact on Notre Dame athletics as one of the winningest coaches across all sports, all genders, so genders there. So I think um, for a reason she's been successful, not only her intelligence, her work ethic, um, her ability, but at Notre Dame you add in the integrity and the character and the way you win. And the fact that that's important and for her to sustain success over time, winning the right way, I think, speaks volumes. And it doesn't matter what conference. We've learned that now as they continue to dominate the ACC after having so many great rivalries and so many great games in the Big East. Uh, boy, that that was some phenomenal basketball when, when, when the Big East and Notre Dame were playing in there. And, you know, it goes all the way back to – you know, when you were playing in the Big East Conference, that's that's something that I still miss because there were so many personalities, you know, between the different programs that, you know, every every conference is going to have top and bottom, good good teams and bad teams, but the personalities and the coaches and the way the teams played, 
made for such fun games and fun rivalries. Absolutely. It was, without a doubt, a basketball conference, and you know, some of the, the top uh, programs in the country at the time competing for conference championships, playing one to two, sometimes three times a year. And, you know, I think it it's just great for the women's game, or it was, and um, these programs have now gone on to different conferences and made them uh, competitive as well. But it's exciting and, and fun to, to reflect back on those, those old rivalries. Now, when you won the national championship back in the 2000-2001 season, uh, one of the things that was interesting about that to me is that, you know, that was an actual in-state championship game. People don't realize that it was Purdue that you beat in the championship game. So how big a deal was it, A, to win that first championship for Coach McGraw, and B, to do it by beating the in-state rival? I mean, to win a, a national championship is just an incredible experience and, you know, one that I'm grateful to be a part of and, and thankful to to help Coach McGraw earn, and I think, I mean, she's just an incredible coach, and, um, you know, after that brought so many teams to the Final Four in a championship game, and you realize, I mean, it's hard to to be the last one standing, and, you know, then, you know, beating UConn in the semifinal, um, you know, that was overcoming a large deficit at halftime, going into, you know, Purdue, which is a really tight game, and, um it was fun to have that story of an in-state rival in St. Louis. Well, we don't talk about those Utah games up here in Connecticut. You know, those games didn't. <laughs> they were great ones uh, um, for both of us. I mean, you, you go back to the Big East Championship that year. I mean, what a another great game. And if you're a basketball fan, and especially a women's basketball fan, you gotta you got to appreciate um, you know, solid competition and, and great rivalries. To me, that's when the real Notre Dame and UConn rivalry started was those years when you were there and the team elevated to, you know, being a championship-level team from just being an NCAA team, which is a great achievement in itself. Uh, so I think that's when it all started. And then uh, when Skyler came, that's when things really amped up. Yeah, absolutely. And a testament, again, to, you know, how coaches not only – won a national championship in 2001, but her and her staff continue to recruit and develop players in order to get back there. And Ms. Geiler, a huge piece of the puzzle there. Now, that's one of the things that has intrigued me over the years is, you know, a lot of teams, a lot of programs, they win uh, and then they'll fade off for whatever reason or drop down some and not get back to that very elite. But the way that Coach McGraw was able to take her program Look at things. Look at the climate around. Get go after recruiting different types of players because her, her style has obviously changed with the times. No question about it. And take it now up to the next level so that it's a perennial Final Four candidate team. Just speaks about what an incredible coach she is. Well, absolutely. I mean, she has truly evolved over time, and that's not easy for coaches to do. A lot of times, coaches want to their heels on the ground and. And stick to their system, but when you look at the days of the 2-3 zone and triangle offense to Princeton and man-to-man defense and um, the way she's been able to evolve with this new generation and style of players, 
Um, I mean, she has an incredible basketball IQ, um, but to apply that and to change and to be such a mastermind at designing schemes that work for personnel and developing players to maximize their potential within that, I think is one of her greatest strengths. One of the other things that I did want to touch base with you and talk about was, you know, you hear a lot of things also about Coach McGraw's impact on people outside of the game. Skyler's talked about how important she's been to her and so have various other players throughout the years that I've talked to that have played in that. Can you talk for a second about what she is like and how she impacted the direction that you decided to go and how she helped you? Because you started in one place, you got very heavily into – you know, you, you're very charitable and give a lot of uh, philanthropic philanthropic time and effort and money to that. You went back for a master's, and now you're in basketball administration. So how has she impacted you post-grad? I would say Coach McGraw is easily the most influential figure in my sports life. Um, and outside of my mom, probably the most influential woman in my life. And she is truly remarkable, giving me the opportunity to obviously – to come to Notre Dame, uh, you know, our relationship as a player coach and now kind of uh, into adulthood as I've, you know, stepped into this this new role as a professional and now a general manager and just have tremendous respect for how she approaches life with her honesty, integrity, and work ethic. But also, I think as a woman, how she has shown me, you know, she has been a, an advocate for advancement of, of girls and women and and not just sports, but equality across the board. And, you know, that is something that I've really taken away from her as well. You know, she's, she's one of those people that, you know, you just ought to, when you see her and you talk to her, the respect is just something that just flows from you talking to her because it's such a tremendous book of work on and off the court that she has created for herself that she's just a wonderful person to talk to as a reference, to talk about anything in sports. You know, she And she always keeps you on your toes because she's always got a quick answer for you, and you better be ready with your next question because she doesn't waste time. She's, she's been in South Bend for quite a while, but she still has her silly roots in her, and so she's going to have some of that, that toughness um, that comes from, from her upbringing. Uh, as, but I do think that, one of the things that I admire about Coach Mergon is that she really doesn't have an ego. I mean, when you, when you look at sports and especially successful programs, a lot of that is trying to inflate themselves. And, you know, I mean, Coach is the, she's the ultimate deflector. I mean, she wants to deflect attention to her staff, to her players, and, and it truly is authentic and, and um, absolute hum- humility. And so uh, I just really appreciate that she's successful but humble at the same time. And, you know, the other thing, the last thing I want to talk about is that, uh, you know, to make it to the Hall of Fame as a coach, you have to have backup. And she has created and managed to have a coherent and retention of assistant coaches that are some of the very, very best in the business. And, you know, that that's something that also is – as a head coach, that's something that is an overlooked skill, in my opinion, is being able to find those right assistant coaches, get the best you can out of them, push them up as far as they can go before they move on to a, it's, expand your coaching tree. Yeah, I think it's a, 
it's a tough skill for a head coach to empower your staff and create a culture where people want to to be a part of that in the long run, where they feel valued and feel like they're growing and learning. Uh, and absolutely, the staff that she has there with Carol Owens, Mio, and and Beth do that. Um, but you look at her, she spanned out to her, her coaching tree and the impact that she's had on the women's college game because of her players and her staff who are now in the coaching realm. It's pretty impressive. It definitely is. And, you know, this weekend she goes into the Naismith Hall of Fame, something that is just a tremendous honor that she has certainly earned. Uh, any any last thoughts that you would like to share about Coach McGraw going into the Hall of Fame before I let you go? Well, I just think it's an incredible time for, especially for those of us who, who love and, and appreciate her, that we actually get to celebrate her success. She doesn't really take any time within her season to allow others to celebrate her and what she's done for, for them and for the program. And I think it's an incredible testament to who she is and her family you know, was a huge part of that and her support staff. And so just grateful to be a small part of that and really excited that we're able to just finally celebrate her in the Hall of Fame. Kind of cool that she's going in the same year as Lobo, isn't it? you got to get a Notre Dame and UConn connection at the same time. Exactly, you know, so, although, you know, definitely I think that this is just the start of uh, players from both programs that will be moving into the Hall of Fame, and, you know, you've certainly won enough championships and medals, you know, amongst all of you, so, you know, congratulations again on your part of all of the success that Notre Dame had, and also uh, your professional success. Congratulations, it's nice to see Somebody to advance that I've seen all the way through being as a player, through you know now being in management, and also to see somebody that's a woman do that. So congratulations for what you've achieved as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, and enjoy the rest of your uh, short off season. <laughs> Thanks. Hi, Scott. Hey. So, Coach McGraw goes in the Hall of Fame now, something obviously that she's deserved for a while. Can you talk for a second about what she means to you and what she's done for you just as a person as much as as a player? Yeah, she's a great woman. You know, I think that um, everything that she has, has accomplished, all the awards and things she's getting um, is well-deserved. Um, she gave me my chance, really. I mean, if she recruited me when I was started 13 years old, I was missed scholarships when I was in eighth grade, you know, could have went either way and um, you know she really took a chance and um, just somebody that's just amazing you know I had a great experience in Notre Dame obviously playing in my hometown but getting to play for her um, and having a coach like that in a school like that right in my backyard is something that uh, you know I was definitely lucky for and um, yeah while I was there just a great cerebral mind somebody that's a straight shooter straight to the point um, she cares about her players on and off the floor. Um, she develops us and gets us ready for, you know, the league. And uh, just her knowledge of the game. Um, not only does she care about us as, you know, student athletes, but it goes deeper than that. You know, she's somebody that I look to as a mentor. And, uh, you know, somebody that I love and care about. And one of the things that's always noticeable is, you know, you go back 
now and you're seen at games and you're visible and, and you stay active and I think that's you know quite a tribute to the coach that you know you're always still there and always still want to be a part of the program yeah I, mean, I was there before you know I went to Notre Dame and I'm still there you know I was always a big fan of the university and her and uh, the team and definitely continues to be that way now that I'm not going to say how old I am but a few years removed <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's great. You know, I'm so happy for her, and um, you know, she'll just continue to. I don't, I don't see her stopping anytime soon. So I think she'll continue to rack them up. You know, she won that championship, you know, fairly, you know, at the early parts of the 2000s. But really, you know, the program itself. So when you came in, she was able to take it to one level and continue to stay at that heights. And you know, you see a lot of programs rise and then they drop off, but she's kept it at that height for so long, sure. which is just a testament. Yeah, I think a lot of people want to play for her, and a lot of people want to play for the program. And if you see her a few years from uh, before me, Deborah Peters and Natalie Novosel, Natalie Chandler, and myself, Jewel Lloyd, Kayla McBride, Lindsay Allen, um, and even before that, Ruth and Neil and Beth, and so many players that she's put, um, even her coaching tree that she has, you know, people like to be around her and learn from her. And uh, you know, players are going to come to a program where they know they're going to have an opportunity to fight for national championship. Um, her team that she has around her too, Mia and Coach Sia, uh, you know, they're, they're great at recruiting scouting, and she's great at knowing what she needs to continue to you know, be in that position uh, to fight for a national championship. Thanks.